We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode of Veterans Minimum is sponsored by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex. Guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Bluechew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready when the opportunity arises. The best part, it's all done online, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex and better strokes. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code VM at checkout. Just pay $5 for the shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code VM, to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. We thank Blue Chew for being a sponsor of this episode and of Veterans Minimum. Fucking nailed that. Play the theme music. Now this the black sheep sticking it to him. I need a crib like I'm Gatsby. I need it in hand. Just understand my pockets that deep. With nothing to prove. I ain't got nothing to do. And it can't compete. And I got nothing to lose. You see, they told me I'm the one that's going to benefit. Never been a threat. You know what else gets me really horned up, bro? Please tell me it's seeing me on Mondays every time at 2.30 p.m. Is that yes. it? Yes. And also, that dive into the pool. Oh. Uh, I talk about it every time, but come on, man. It's Who needs like, Blue Chew when you got that kind of dive? <laughs> but if you do have Blue Chew, bluechew.com, promo code VM. You know what I'm saying? Side note, if you took a Blue Chew and you were boned up and you dove into the pool like that, would it break it? Like, do you think it would, like, fold it back so hard that it would break it? Blue Chew is popping, bro. Try it out. Try Blue Chew. I've, I've, dive I've, into a pool like Nick, but stiffed up. Stiffed up. I've used Blue Chew once before. I have to I have to tell this story. It's the greatest story of all time. I don't know if I could say it now. I got to get the, the okay beforehand. But it's it's good, bro. It's good. What, do, what do you mean you have to get the okay beforehand? We all know what it is, Nick. You, okay, no, so no, no. it know. was recently in Colombia. No, no, no. It wasn't. It wasn't. Okay. Listen, man. You don't really need Blue Chew <laughs> down there, bro. 
just, just say it. There's no just need. Say it. But uh, yeah, yeah. I gotta get the okay. Just make sure it's cool, you know, because we we got some big goals, man. So we gotta just. Oh, are we... Patreon exclusive, 100. percent I promise you guys have my word, and it's the greatest okay. story of all time. Okay. Damn. That makes me want to join the Patreon. Should. That's a good cliffhanger, right? There. That is. That is. George. Yes. Let's get it going, bro. Wild week, my boy. Wild week. I think this is the first time where, you know, although there was like some standout games, I think there was a good amount of games that the witching hour like truly was the witching hour this week. It felt like the NFL. The parody and all facets was there. I want to give a big shout out to Derek Platees, who is in the live stream right now. Says the best sports betting podcast in the world. So many upsets and blowouts of survivor pools done. And dude, you know, there's so much, there's so much I want to dissect. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it's one of the big storylines. <clears throat> a lot of big favorites lost this week. And, yeah. and they lost in some in some of those games, rather comfortably they lost. Mm -hmm. Like, those games were not close. One of them, I think I give more of an excuse than the others because of how the Texans beating the Jaguars, I think, is the least surprising of all the three losses. Now, the big three losses were the Ravens losing at home as a nine-point favorite against Gardner Minshew and the Colts. The Cowboys lost as a... 12 and a half point favorite on the road in Arizona. And then the Texans won as a nine and a half point underdog going into Jacksonville. I think the Jacksonville loss is the one that I'll defend more than the others. And it's because it's in division mm -hmm. in division. You build your roster, whether through the draft or free agency in order to compete and beat the teams in your division. And if you're Houston, you're trying to beat Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars that uh, appeared to be, or appears to be the class of the division. Though that division is up in flux now, too, with that loss. So my question to you, George, is yeah. of those three big losses, which one is the one that shocked you the most? The one that shocked me the most was the Cardinals. Out of all of them, I, I know the Cardinals have been playing teams close, but it's like a team that like I want to consistently just continue to write off. And I'm not a Cardinals fan by any means, but the Cardinals could very well be 3-0. You know, if they don't give up a, one of the biggest comebacks in Giants history last week, they, they were competitive with the Commanders. That one, when they, uh, you know, defeated the Cowboys, it's not because I didn't think the Cardinals had it. It's because I thought the Cowboys were, like, that good, you know. But I was just fed with that Cowboys propaganda that we hear every year, dude. I, I don't know how else to... To put it other than they're shoved down our throats. Every sports show hits the Cowboys heavy. When the Cowboys are succeeding, they're the greatest thing on earth. All, every power ranking had them coming in number one. That one shocked me. But it shouldn't have. I mean, as, as much as it did. Because I took Cowboys minus 12 and a half right before kickoff. That, that I, I, didn't, I didn't touch that game. Just a, a rule of thumb in those situations. And obviously, it's easier said than done, right? Like, it's easier to have hindsight right now and, and to say that. But it's always dog or pass. I use that term often. When you have a double-digit home underdog, mm -hmm. it's kind of I'm either playing that or I'm not playing anything. Mm -hmm. I didn't play anything. But there was no chance in hell that I would take the Dallas Cowboys as a 12-and-a-half-point favorite 
especially when three offensive linemen got ruled out. They lost Tray, uh, Trayvon Diggs, blew out his knee last week at practice. That's super unfortunate for him, but fortunate for him in the sense that he got his big money yeah. in the summertime right before that this, this injury went down because he would have been a guy playing for a contract extension. But, dude, honestly, bro, kind of, um, I've, been, I've been done with the Cowboys, but more so come January where I write them off. Mm. But now I'm done, done. Like, I don't want to hear shit from anybody about this team. Yeah, there, you can't. It, bro, you, you, beat, can't. You, beat, you beat the two New York teams that yeah. are horrendous on offense. Mm-hmm. We're, we have a big talking point coming up with Kenny later on the show. Kenny Betzbeck is, is tapping in a little later. Uh, the Cardinals, like, you're right that they could be 3-0. and They really could be 3-0. and I thought that they should have won that Washington game. They let that one slip away at the end. When you, anytime you have greatest comeback ever to describe a game, you should have probably won that one also if you're Arizona over the New York Giants. Most definitely. And then they win yesterday. So all this time, the perception of this team was, ah, they suck. They're going to tank for Caleb Williams. And they might still be tanking, right? They're still one and two. But you're right that they could have been three and oh. Which is wild. Wild to think about. But you were bringing up uh, Trevor Lawrence and that, how that one isn't shocking. Guess Trevor Lawrence's record versus the Texans in his career. Well, the one year they won one game. Yeah. And that's all they've won. He's one and four Jeez. versus the Texans. Dude, so it's some like when, teams, some teams just have their number, you yeah. know? No, nah, it could be, dude. It was, I remember when Andrew Luck was playing with the Colts and shout out to Andrew Luck made an appearance on, on Thursday Night Football, Looked I was like super a, hyped. My guy Ross in the control room is a Colts fan. They still haven't recovered. It's been like six years now. I haven't emotionally recovered because I was a, <laughs> I was an Andrew Luck stan, bro. Yeah. Dude, that was the first time in my life. And I know a lot of people kind of had this sentiment about him, so it's not really a hot take. But that was the first time, dude. And this was 20, 2009, 2010, like around then, when I remember watching some college football games about him because people were talking about how this guy is can't miss, can't miss. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching him being like, yo, I see it. Now I know what people mean when they t- uh, tout a player like that. Caleb Williams has that. Yeah, a lot of people feel yes. that way too. And I, I definitely see that with him. But with Luck, it was cool to see him come back and he kind of made an uh, He's appearance. such a nerd, dude. Yeah. That's a nerdy-ass move. But And then, then to take off the hat and he just looks like a caveman. Do you know he's like getting his doctorate in something now? At Stanford? I mean, I know it doesn't surprise you, but... Oh, like, no, it definitely doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, he's probably going to go for multiple yeah, doctors. Yeah. Why not? But the reason why I bring him up is because during his time with the Colts, I think they beat the Titans like 11 straight times. Mm. Like, it was just something where I'm getting a head nod in there, too, so Ross is probably confirming that. But I remember he had someone's number where they just they just always would beat him. And it happens, bro. Like, it happens. We I've talked about this in the past with McVay and, and the Seahawks, right? Mm-hmm. How... Even when McVay first got there, even prior to that, even prior to McVay, the Rams just, with Aaron Donald, that iteration of the Rams, just always played the Seahawks tough. Whether the Rams were winning four or five games with, like, Todd Gurley and even prior to that, just with the LOB, Russ would just play the Rams and just when Chris Long was on the team, shout out to Chris Long, a member of the Blue Wire Network, it's... Something where some teams just have their number. Tua now is what five and zero against Bill Belichick. Four and zero. He hasn't lost to him. You're correct. 
So it's I would like to think you're correct. Some of these teams just they just have your number, and that's what it's and seems it's always to be. in division. Yeah, it's always in division. Always that's in division. why that loss of all of them is not the one that surprises me the most. The Cowboys, though, man. God damn. I know we've been jumping I, around a little bit, but let's know, let's let's know, start with this recap with the Cowboys. The floor is yours. I mean, I just I can't stand to see red zone turnovers by a quarterback that was being touted going into this week as like, oh my gosh, if he can lead the the Cowboys to like a thirteen and four record MVP, you know what I mean? Like that that was always what I'm I'm being fed year in and year out. It's the Cowboys propaganda. Even on the opening kickoff, I'm not gonna lie, like they just looked like a better team, like just matchup wise. It, it, I was like, there's no way. And then they got put on, bro. James Conner is a player that early on in the year in fantasy football, I was telling everybody, it's not the worst thing to have the best player on a, on a bad team. And that's what I thought James Conner was going to be. I knew he was going to be a stud. And then he showed out, dude. And he's kind of been showing out. But Josh Dobbs, you know, it's crazy how quick we forget Kyler Murray. And he's still, he'll come back. But does he play? Nah, he definitely plays. I think he definitely plays. And, and he, he plays because they just paid him to. Okay. <clears throat> it's one of those things where you clearly know that someone might be better for your team. And I don't know. Dobbs might be a bad example. But he is, he is he's playing pretty well. He's playing pretty well. Yeah. All things considered, especially when this was what the expectations were for Dobbs. And he's, he's playing like right here. Yeah. It's a big gap, you know? So the expectation was that, oh, they're going to tank and they're going to suck. But I think the biggest thing for me was I know the offensive linemen were out for, for the Cowboys. I know they had some injuries. But, bro, what happened to this ferocious front four and defense? Because that Cowboys defense, shout out to the offensive line for Arizona who might have one of the worst offensive lines. But if you were to give someone a game ball, it would probably be that whole unit. Yeah, where, where was like Micah Parsons? You could take games off, man. You can no, overlook. I, I, you can overlook teams. I think the Cowboys definitely overlooked like their opponents. Uh, you know, it's tough when you when the Cowboys got their schedule initially. They didn't think that their toughest game would be coming week three. I mean, they definitely thought that. And and teams do this in the off season. Like you can prepare at least two weeks in advance. They do it when playoff time comes. So whenever a team's going into week one, obviously you got your game plan there, but your eyes are set on that week two matchup. And then it's super easy to look like, okay, let's put all our preparation into those first two weeks. And then after the Jets, you know, we'll reanalyze. And they uh, they got a tough, like, slate to proving that they're actually legit. Because I think now everybody sees them for the frauds that they are. Dak Prescott's the same quarterback that he's always been. But there's nothing else that I got from that one. I mean, I just think that the the offensive line, not only did they play well in pass protection for the Cardinals, they also ran the ball crazy. Oh, yeah. They rushed for 222 yards on 7.4 yards per carry. It's the most rushing yards for the Arizona Cardinals since week six of 2020. And who was the running back then? Kenyon Drake? Probably. And you know what else is crazy? It was over the Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> a 38-10 to 10 win. So maybe it's something where... I don't know. I don't want to get too crazy and say that they have their number because they also don't play each other year in, year out. Mm -hmm. But I think it's really interesting to see what happened to that Cowboys defense, man, especially where we're thinking that they're so good. And they are, right? Like, I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but 
man, that hopefully it's one of those WTF losses that I talk about all the time where maybe Dallas still goes 13 and four. Mm-hmm. And you're looking at their win loss at the end of the year and you're like, how the hell did they lose to the Cardinals? Where the Cardinals might end up winning, what, two or three more it games? It makes for like one of those memes that you see at the end of the year. Well, if the Cardinals beat the Cowboys and the Cowboys beat the Bills. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's yeah, just the Cardinals. So the Cardinals the be the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's I, definitely I was, making for that graphic. Oh, it's the best, bro. It's the best. But I think I think Dallas is Dallas is still gonna be fine. They're a team that they're a team that needs everything to be perfect for them to be good. Yeah, you feel got, that way? Of course. It has to, it was luck. Like, I would literally attribute the first two weeks to crazy luck. Like, weather, and then the injury. And then, you know, you can just kind of dominate based on, like, that type of football luck. But I think it, it the the Cardinals have put the work in. They're a team that everyone's overlooking. Yeah, I, there was a certain point in time in this game where I just turned it off because you just knew, like, the Cardinals were in full control of that game. Even before Dak Prescott threw that interception to to cut it to a one possession game, it was over. It was over. I always like to Pollard give, did good. I always I always like to give people some like betting advice or betting tidbits or or situations for you to target. Mm. Dude, I went 0 for four on targeting this spot yesterday. Mm. <clears throat> Anytime you have a big favorite in the NFL and they fall behind in a game. And especially if it's like fluky, weird shit is going on. Oh, you hammer them on the live number? I agree with you on that. It might not be the mm-hmm. live number, but a money line situation. Yep. So the Dallas Cowboys, when they were down 15 to 3, I think their live line was like minus 120 on the money line. They were minus 800. 800, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Definitely throwing 100 bucks on that. Wow. Lost yeah. that. When the Jaguars were down 14 nothing at halftime with uh, with the Ravens being down 10-7, I did a money line parlay, just them two to win. Oof. Lost that also. And it's something that I just always will look to bet. I love that spot. I know exactly what you're talking about. I love it in basketball more ba- than anything. Basketball is good, too. I know the Golden State Warriors in the past, like oh when they were God. down at halftime, we would just hammer third quarter. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter who was playing for the Warriors, just the way that they would scheme up things, there was just such a dominant team. And initially, it was it took a while for, like, the sports books to come up with that, to, to, to combat that. But in the NFL, it's one of those situations where I, I talk about it all the time, the situational betting. There are certain spots, right, like the sandwich spot, which we'll see coming up in a couple of games where you have a division opponent and then in the middle, you kind of have, like, a shitty team. And then after that shitty team, you have another divisional opponent. So it's sandwiched in between. Trap game also. Mm-hmm. But I like calling it a sandwich spot. And you see that happen often. That's a situation where I'll look to the dog. I'll look to the team that is looking ahead maybe. And then in these scenarios, like I said, 0 for 3 yesterday. But it's something that I'll do. I'll do that every time. Yeah. You know, a team that's favored by double digits, they fall behind. They're at home just to win outright. You're oh, looking yeah. at minus 800 to now minus 160. Yeah, I'll do that every time. Hey, you didn't do it with the Packers. I didn't do it so with the Packers. So explain why. I didn't do it with Because you don't love Jordan Love. No, no, no. It's not that. It's because that game was like a one or two point line the whole week. It's not like the Packers were a big favorite. Correct. That's why I didn't do that. Okay. But as a Saints backer and truther, I'm upset that that happened. 100%. Because that's a game that the Saints should have definitely won. 
Our and, boy Derek Carr. Is it our boy or is it my boy? I know he's your quarterback now, but were no, you a I mean, Derek Carr guy? No, I mean he played two games for the Saints, and I think that's it for his year for him. Like I think he's got that AC joint separation. Whoa, you think thing. it's that serious? Is it that serious? Here's the thing. If you give Jameis Winston the starting spot that game versus the Packers, we win that game. If Alvin Kamara doesn't beat somebody up outside of a Las Vegas club and get suspended, we're 3-0. and Like, those things, like, I hate to think the hypothetical, but, you know, when you have Derek Carr in there and then he gets hurt and then you toss Jameis in there, Jameis isn't ready. It's a tough spot for people to come back in and win. You know, and he at least put us back in the in the field goal range to win it at the end, but it's looking bad, dude. Because like even when Derek Carr is humming, it's still I don't know. It's missing Jameis Winston. Like I was so ready. I told you this uh, before the season started. Like I was so bought into Jameis Winston possibly winning an MVP award this year. Come on, bro. Look at no, I stop it. Like he's he's on a he's got all these. He's got all these tools around him. He's got the city of New Orleans behind him. He's a only quarterback, 30, 30 and 30, you know? It takes a gunslinger to potentially throw 50 touchdowns. And 30 interceptions. But that would still be two to one? <clears throat> Close to a two to one interception right Yeah, if he throws 50 touchdowns? Yeah. Bro, you, you, you and Josh throw out fucking these numbers like they're possible. Josh gave 19 different teams 12 wins. In the, this in the, is me being a fan. Josh is an idiot. Like, that's, <laughs> it's not, no. It's Shout just, out to Josh. Yeah. It's not my fault he didn't learn how to count. Like, <clears throat> but what I said is possible. Jameis Winston, if he was the starter for the New Orleans Saints, I think we would have been better off this year. But we didn't choose that. Everything. So he's your boy. Derek Carr. He's your boy. Yeah, he's definitely my boy. I fuck with Derek Carr, man. I always, I always fuck with Derek Carr. But Jordan Love, uh, looking pretty shitty to start. Uh, missed a, co- a couple guys wide open deep down the field. Um, I was surprised that they were able to get that wide open because I, I think the Saints have a really good defense. And Stout defense. This was the first time that they were kind of tested in the sense of, uh, you played Tannehill, okay, whatever. You played Bryce Young, who got benched. Like mm. you didn't, we haven't. This was your first big test. You're on the road. You're outdoors. You're not a team that really performs well outdoors. And uh, Saints offense completely shit the bed. No matter how you feel about Derek Carr, when he got hurt, that's when they started the comeback, and that's when things fell apart. I know it's not exactly favoring your boy. Yeah, but man, Rashawn Gary played probably the best game that I've seen him play for the Packers. He's also the guy that hit Derek Carr. And he got hurt yeah. on that play. But big comeback, man. That was a situation where they came back and and they were at home. It was the home opener for the Packers, too. Yeah. And they've won 11 home openers in a row. Yeah. It's, that's a tough thing to <clears throat> combat. I hate this touchdown dance. We got I, I hate it. It's my least favorite thing in the world. The waddle for Jalen Waddle is good. Everyone throwing up the hearts for Jordan Love. It's soft. That's some soft ass shit, especially once they scored that final touchdown and everyone in the fucking stadium was doing this. Everybody in Green Bay who did that, you're soft. You know you're soft. Stop doing that. Where's the Lambo leap? So we're gonna we're gonna do this instead of you know tradition and culture. Crazy. 
Bro, that was crazy how fast people switch up. That wasn't even the softest shit that came from week three, like the fallout of week three. Did you see what the uh, that report that came out about Mike McDaniel running up the score on the Broncos? Uh, I did not see so the report. Multiple NFL owners said that there's a common feeling that Dolphins head coach Mike McDaniel running up the score on the Broncos was disrespectful to the game of football. What? Soft, bro. That's fucking weak. Soft. Listen, my high school Stop coach. Me. Yeah, my high school coach used to say this. We're not gonna go out and embarrass you. Meaning, if we are up, we're gonna keep. We're not. We are. We might not throw on you, but we're gonna keep handing the ball off. We're gonna be playing our offense. We'll be running our plays. Yeah. Stop us. Now, was I a fan of the backup quarterback throwing when they're up forty points? I loved it. I, you know, Mike White needs another play, contract, bro. but he ain't playing. Like that, how many times is he gonna step in? You know, uh, apparently a lot this season. Yeah, if, if this continues, so <laughs> that shit was soft, dude. Listen, you're still running your plays. If you step on the field, or if you step in a cage, you step in a, to to fight someone. Like you are putting yourself in a situation where you might get embarrassed, and that's what happened to Denver yesterday. I witnessed an NFL football team quit. Tell me you didn't feel like they quit. Yeah. There was multiple plays. So, like, if you think McDaniels is truly running up the score, your gripe is not with them. It's with the Broncos and how they're getting paid millions of dollars to quit. Okay? There was some plays there where I'm like, Pat Sertain. Pat Sertain was one that got cooked on the Mike White go ball. Bro, not even cooked. He, that boy was getting fried yesterday. All day. He quit. He that, quit. Yeah, that was a rough go. And and these owners coming out and saying that, ah, we don't like it. It's disrespectful to the game of football. You know what else is disrespectful to the game of football? Bitching and moaning about it. Yeah. What? Who cares, bro? This is what happens. Like, you step on the field until the game is over. We play how we want to play. And everything that you saw from the Miami Dolphins was first team ever, first team ever, first team ever. <laughs> Five touchdown passes thrown. Five touchdowns ran in. And, bro, I would like to apologize to everyone about Ursulita last week. Yeah. But it was also it was a typo, bro. It was, it was 65, not 6.5. <laughs> I was saying it was plus 65 points was the best play, right? Like, that is true. The iPhones nowadays, like, shit just got misinterpreted. You can get that alternate line at fans, <clears throat> you know? That's what we're that's, looking for. That's what I was telling people. Yeah. Right? Like, that's what I was telling people. So, those Makes that sense. misinterpreted what I meant by six and a half, it was actually 65. And shout out to my guy, Robert, for uh, bringing that up in the DMs. Because I was getting cooked. You know that Adrian it's, Broner? That Adrian Broner meme where he's like, I was getting cooked. That was me <laughs> yesterday. And what sucks is I went four and one in my contest. But the one game that I lost on was the one I shot a video for. Ah, uh, yeah, that's, that's always a bad how it one. happens. And Ursula let us down, man. Ursula, you're gonna have to come back firing this week and and to take care of us because that was not that was not cool. I am so disappointed that you had hope in the Broncos this year. I really am because you expect better, right? I do, I do. I think you know you you want to consider yourself one of the top, and you 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 know are putting your your faith into Russell Wilson. And, and Yo, can Patrick Sertain, a team that quit yesterday, a team that gave up the most points since 1966. I deserve this. 
and what I asked for. This is a a good old fashioned ass whooping, man. Nah, this isn't an ass whooping, bro. This is an ass whooping. This is this is worse than that. <clears throat> no, I th because I I do like to classify. Dude, seventy points in the NFL in. is wild, bro. This is a college game. This is a, a college game. I could not believe that Devon <clears throat> A chain touchdown at the end too. That's when I knew they truly quit. You pick quitters, and here's the thing: Do you think? Uh, do you think Sean Payton stays after this year? It could be like one of those things, like we're with Urban Meyer, you know, where he's just like dipped his toes in. Everybody hates him. Oh, here is my point: What would you have said at halftime to get that team going? Because I think I know what. Sean Payton said and how he approached it. But how would you have approached it? So he has a five-year deal. Okay. $18 million a year. It just doesn't matter. Like, these coaches can bail out. Look at Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's, it can end. <clears throat> so what was your question again? I'm sorry. What would how I would, say? Yeah. What? Okay, okay. So, Nick, you're running in halftime. Talk to the Broncos. You're Sean Payton. What do you say to your team? At that moment in time, I think... I think it was still, like, reasonable. It, it was close. They were down, like, three possessions. They got the ball to start the half. Yeah. All right. What do you tell them? <clears throat> I'd be like, yo, this is what happens when you guys go to 11 the night before. <laughs> well, there's a lot of distractions in South Beach. It was the home opener. All right. Maybe, you know, weak knees. I don't know. I'm just saying. Just saying. A lot of distractions in the 305. It was 35 to 13. Yeah. 35 to 13. And then you want to know how Sean Payton did approach it, right? He tested their manhood. Like, there's no way he didn't go in there and say, you know, you're 0-2. He probably brought up the stat. Like, if you guys think we're going to make the fucking playoffs after this, you're crazy. He tested Russell Wilson's manhood. He probably smacked Russell Wilson. I can't wait for that report to come out. That would be good. But then they proceeded to quit. He must have said something, dude. To the extent of like the players now have no faith in him. Cause there was no effort. That's the only way 70 points get scored. Zero effort. Yo, there has to be, there has to be more to it. I think you're onto something. Like there has to be a report that comes out. Because one report that they come out was that Sean Payton, when he was an analyst last year, he said that Tua is gonna get benched for Teddy Bridgewater. Tua isn't the guy. Like he kind of slandered Tua. Mm. So that was one of them. But then Tua, Tua was like 16 for 16. Bro, the best. You want to hear a hilarious story? I yeah. went to Stadium Swim with my friend Danny. Shouts to Danny. He was in town for the weekend. And uh, we, we went to Stadium Swim. Awesome fucking place. If you guys are ever in Vegas, you got to go over there for football. It's, it's insane. That's why my forehead is on fire for fucking. I got a sunburn and shit. My shoulders. Yeah, I know. Dude. You look like a tomato. Yo, you know where else? Worst place, worst place to get a sunburn is like on the top of your foot. I was wearing sandals. Oh. Oh. That sucked, bro. Yeah. Sucked. Nick, you got to go see the sun more <clears throat> often, my friend. Yeah. You are just inside too much. Like, You're like Howie from Benchwarmers. I got cooked. <sighs> yeah. <clears throat> I am inside a lot, bro. I'm either here. I'm at, I'm at fucking syndicate training. I'm at home on FIFA. I was about to cancel the show today to play FIFA, bro. We won nine games in a row. That would have been wild. Won nine games in a row. The pro club team is back. Shout, shout out to the Fine Feet FC. You need to start streaming that content. I can't. It gets too wild. <laughs> I'm sure. Just I'm sure you get it gets a little you a grown adult playing FIFA yeah. and almost canceling is a, look at how happy you are. Yeah. You're such a little kid. I'm thinking about the nine wins in a row for sure. <laughs> but dude, 
There has to be more to it. There has to be more because Tua was 16 of 16. Tyreek Hill, this is where I got sidetracked talking about stadium swim. Mm. <clears throat> My friend Danny and I, we put together a, a 10 a.m. only same game parlay. And we missed on, we took Tyreek Hill under. Because we're like, bro, Jalen Waddle is out. That's the craziest part. They did all this shit without Waddle. Yeah. They did all this shit without Waddle. And we were saying to ourselves, dude, they're going to key in. They got a great corner in Sertain. I think he's one of the top top five corners in the league. Been praising him for years now. They only got Tyreek. They'll key him. It'll be a close game. They'll be able to keep that six and a half. They have a really good defense. And then, nope, 70 points. You want to hear some another crazy thing? Yeah. And I hate when you hear stats like, oh, uh, one of four teams to hit 70-point mark in a game. Joining the 1940 Chicago Bears, <laughs> the 1966 Washington then Redskins, and the 1950 LA Rams. Bro, I don't give a fuck <laughs> if it goes that far back. Like, no, this is the first time ever a team scored 70. <laughs> This is the first time in real modern day football. Don't give me this there's, shit that this guy scored. They scored 70 <laughs> points in the 1950s and before World War II in 1940 and shit. Like, what are we doing, bro? This is the first time a team scored 70 points in real modern day football where guys are actually just football players. They're not fucking teachers and shit or whatever. Like, when you hear these baseball records, like, yeah. Oh, the best baseball player ever was Babe Ruth. Like, yeah, when when a fucking teacher was the starting pitcher and he had to work three jobs to get through his life. No, these are the real stats. These are the the real records. That shit uh, gets me so fired up when it's like, oh yeah, you know, this guy had this guy had the most tackles in NFL hilarious. history. And you're like, when was it? 1958. You're like, bro, get out of my face with this shit. <laughs> 70 points is wild, bro. It was a college football game. And I had the six and a half. But when it comes to sports betting, bro. That's how I want to lose. Yeah. Oh, if I lose a bet, I want you to put me on my misery. Don't don't have the game be coverable and then and then some like San Francisco Rams shit goes down where it's like at the end it's an all time bad. Nah, I want to be put out my misery. Yeah. Tyreek Hill, his his total was ninety nine and a half. He had one hundred and thirty yards in the first half. I was like, good. We don't need to worry about this. We don't got to sweat it. Yeah. It went it went way over. His touchdown celebration where he jumped into the stands and he was doing this with the fans. Yeah. Probably one of the greatest moments in NFL history. <laughs> That's up there with Zeke jumping in the bucket. He, him jumping in the... Oh, like, the Salvation Army bucket? How wild is it that that safety had 10 yards in the perfect angle and still wasn't fast enough? Bro. It's ridiculous. Dude, every time I'm watching the screen, because it was in the top right corner at Circa, mm -hmm. every time I was watching the screen... I just see someone on the Dolphins is open by like 25 yards. It was a... <laughs> Mostert went bananas. The other running back went bananas. And if you do the next-gen stats, of the 10 touchdowns, they scored, they scored 10 touchdowns, bro. That's so crazy. <laughs> I had the Broncos. How bad is that? And they only had the ball seven minutes longer than the Broncos. Yo. That's wild. Yo. The Dolphins, they had... Five touchdowns where they ran over 20 miles per hour on the five touchdowns. Oh, it was one of those. They got track stars, bro. Devon A-Chain. A-Chain once, twice. Moser. Moser twice, and then Tyreek Hill. And of the fastest ball carriers 
in the NFL so far this year, the Dolphins have eight of the top ten, <laughs> like, scoring <laughs> touchdowns. And it's all without Waddle. It's crazy, man. No, 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 no. Mike McDaniels is ruining the game of football. Yeah. Nah, you just. I was so God, pissed. Those, those owners are afraid. Yeah, I was. You, you know what really got me upset also? What? You've already scored 70 points. They turned it over on downs to end the game when they could have kicked the field goal to break the record. Yeah. And it's like, bro, you've scored 70. <laughs> How many times have you get? Bro, just break the record, dude. Just break the record. Like, I, break the record. Imagine you're in the NBA and you, and you scored 98 points in the oh, NBA that's game. the worst. Yeah. And I, there's like, there's like, I don't know, there's two minutes left. And then you decide to come out the game. Dude. You just embarrass this team for fucking 46 minutes. Now you're, now you're going to chill. Oh, just break the record, man. You're never going to score 70 points again. It's never happened before. Fuck those other, other three times. The, the Chiefs easily, if they wanted to, and they had their foot to the gas, they could have scored 60. I don't think they could have scored 70. I don't think they could have got that 10th one. Mm. But if they went full tilt, I mean, that game was just pitiful. I don't know if that's a good segue into, like, the next crappy team. But if you're the Bears, do you start looking like Caleb Williams will be our, our next franchise quarterback? Yo, you definitely should. And you know what's the craziest thing about all this? You know that the Chicago Bears have the Carolina Panthers first-round pick? Holy shit, it might go one, two. It might go one, two. It might go one, two. And I think, I think, as I pull it up right now, I think they play each other. They do play each other this upcoming week in the toilet bowl. No, I don't think there's it's, two. There's two. They play each other. Three teams. They that play are each other. Yeah, they play each other week 10, Carolina and, and Chicago. But they, the 0 and 3 that you're talking about is Denver. Denver and Chicago play each other. There's no chance in hell that game is on any TV screen at any bar that you go to. Like, there's no, no. chance. There's What's no chance. What's the over-under on that set? I don't even want to look at that shit. 33 that shit is, and a half? That shit is pathetic. But Maybe. If, you're, if you're Chicago, uh, it seems like Justin Fields has gotten worse. And you've done everything you can to surround him with talented players. Like, DJ Moore, I think, is a top 15 wide receiver. I'd even say top 10, especially when they first got him. And... <clears throat> At some point, it got to be him. Like, Pat Mahomes holds the ball a lot, too. Yeah. So you, you can't tell me that it's just him holding the ball long. And I know it's been a complaint that I've had for him, but. He's got to go be a backup somewhere for a really good team. They're not They're not good, man. But I don't even think that's the biggest takeaway from that game, bro. Chiefs-Bears, like. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was, there, was, there was one game happening on the field, and there was another game happening in the hearts of millions around the country. Yeah. All right? Swifties were united. Yeah. Because Taylor Swift uh, stole the show. Taylor Once Swift, again. Taylor Swift was at the game. And, you know, this is, this is the problem with people. Everyone's talking about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, and rightfully so. Because, mm -hmm. uh, you know, he's, he's a shooter. He was in the DMs, slid in the DMs, prolific DM slider. Yeah. Prolific touchdown score. God, it's got to be so cool to be that famous and DM other famous people. And, like, have them respond. I think their Instagram accounts may even have, like, a a real famous like you, you know it's like primary general uh requests and then there's like famous people i think there's a there's definitely a verified only tab boom so you well, could but see. then the people that aren't paying for the memberships yeah like the real shit yeah yeah they gotta do like a different logo man make that shit like for real make it like red i would say if gold, you're an og i would say like a crown on your uh if if you were verified like prior to buy yeah, I like this. you got yeah. a crown that shit would look fire yeah 
Zuckerberg hire us, bro. Yeah, this is what yeah. we come up with. So to me, the storyline from the Kansas City Chiefs game is not Kelsey. It's not <clears throat> Taylor Swift. You know what it is, bro? Mm. <clears throat> it's Patrick Mahomes. Really? And it has nothing to do with him being the best football player in, on the planet right now. He is a really good friend. Explain. He is a he is an A plus Hall of Fame first ballot shoe in a hundred percent of the votes friend oh my god so like when the I mean, game was, when the game ended when yeah. the game ended the sideline reporter was interviewing him and she said did you guys know that taylor swift was going to be in attendance and he said yeah we knew and i had to get the big guy a touchdown oh come on yeah. bro you know when whenever that's whenever you have a, a potential plus one yeah come to a game to see you there's like a 20% power up to your game. Mm-hmm. Right? Like especially if I'm at, if I'm at jujitsu and like a girl I'm talking to shows up, probably two stripes on the belt power up. I like that. I like that right? thought there's process. Just, there's an extra boost. Correct. And as a friend, as a friend, if us two were rolling together, you kind of take it easy. Us two are rolling together and you're like, yo, bro, my girl is coming to watch. I'd be like, listen, don't, just don't break no shit. But for that round, maybe, maybe yeah. I'll be, I'll be, you know, George, you know, handle me on this one. Gotcha. I'll go a little easier. Yeah. Make you look yeah. like a fucking star. Bro. Yeah. And then after the round, you could be like, babe, I, you know, Nick always works me on the mats, but you came and, you know, look, some shit like look that. What, <laughs> look what you do for me. Look what we could do together. And that's what Travis Kelsey had happened with Pat Mahomes. Like, we know Kelsey always scores a touchdown. Always. But when I got the report that Taylor Swift is there, I saw minus 140 any time. He got to score a touchdown, bro. He must get a touchdown. And he scored the touchdown. He scored, like, the last touchdown of the game. Yeah. So you know that they were trying to get him the rock to score in the third quarter. But Patrick Mahomes is an A-plus friend because as a friend, my bullshit is your bullshit. If I tell you, George, a girl is coming to watch me play. My job is to get you a touchdown. Yeah, you got to make you look good. Do you think Andy Reid was roped in on it? I think Because I think they're that cool, bro. When you win that many Super Bowls and you can like, and you know you're going to handle the the Bears, you're like, hey, yo, Andy, you know, like. When they're up like 28 nothing, they're like, yo, we got to get Kelsey back out there. No, 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 we want to rest him. Yeah, but coach. He was probably like, he was probably like, no, we're not going to get him out there. Yeah. And then. Coach, we got. Someone's here. Dog, you know what it was? Real shout out to all the people in Kansas City, the camera guys that were just, they would pan over, you know, like every quarter. And then so it was like the perfect timing, right? They put Taylor on the screen and they said, Andy, look, like she's here for Travis. Look, he was right next to the mom. It was perfect. But as a friend, as a real friend, and these guys are real friends because I've listened to podcasts. I know some people that know them. (laughs) They're real friends. As a real friend, that's what you do. You make your friend look like a star in front of a potential plus one. Your bullshit becomes his bullshit. You have to tell... And listen, ladies, I know you're not going to like this. I'm just giving you free game. This is what happened. My friends are the best guy that you'll ever meet when you ask me about my friends. Mm. That's how how it goes, He's a great guy. He's a great guy. You? Great girl. Yeah, great girl. Great girl. Sometimes they're great girls. Sometimes they're great girls. But that's just how it is, man. Ladies, we're just telling you this is what it's, it is. You, yeah. you don't got to like it. You don't got to love it. You just got to embrace it. Real talk, it was probably an audible. <clears throat> like Andy Reid called a run play and Patrick Mahomes. It was like, yo, there. bro, Taylor's hey. here. You're getting in the end zone. Now you're doing your dance, bro. 
You're doing your dance. That's what I'm saying. So to me, that was the biggest (laughs) takeaway from that game is that Patrick Mahomes is not only the greatest quarterback on the planet right now, he's also an A-plus first ballot Hall of Fame friend. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Without a doubt. <clears throat> Without a doubt, he uh, he will be the best man at their wedding. Do you think that would be he would choose oh, Patrick yeah. over his brother? You would have to. Uh, would his, have to. his brother. Fox maybe. thirty-two mode. Shout out to you in the chat. Yeah, you missed the Bronco talk. There's not much talk, bro. Got, Jeez. Yeah, just what do you want? What do you want to know? Yeah, it'll probably be on Brazzers on something you can unlock to watch that game. That's man. hilarious. That's where that probably touchdown was. compilation of yeah. that game. <clears throat> Yeah, just be careful when you Google compilation if you're at a workplace. You never know what might pop up. Uh, uh, I went to the Steelers Raider game yesterday. Can I tell you a take? Yes. <clears throat> let's hear. Uh, let's hear what you're thinking about this. Uh, it was my first time at Allegiant Stadium. That's a big play. Beautiful venue. I really, really liked it. I had no intentions of betting that game. Why? Because it was just, I just didn't like that game. I didn't like it from the beginning of the week. If I don't really like something, I don't bet it. Even if you're going to the event? Yeah, I just didn't want to. Because now I'm being a lot more smarter. I'm really trying to, Mm. I don't want to say be a professional better by any means. Though my approach is professional in the sense where like I've limited parlays. Even though I do like throwing a bunch of parlays to have fun. I'm betting bigger on games that I really like. My two favorite plays last week were Denver plus 65 and a half. Yes. And then it was also the Buffalo Bills minus six and a half, which we'll get to in a little bit. So those are the only games that I bet. Because then the other games that we put in the contest, Kenny and I, I didn't really like them in the sense of betting, but I liked them as contest plays. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it was a pretty small week as far as betting for me. So my buddy Danny's in town. He's a big Steeler fan. We're going to Allegiant Stadium. The moment I get into Allegiant, I thought I was in Pittsburgh. There That's were, how it is every game, dude. Bro, there were... A lot of Steeler fans. And immediately, the, the, the grade A degenerate that I am, I, I look up the, the lines, and I'm like, plus three? It's a home game. Fire it. And they did. They covered. Bet them on the money line also. But when I got to the stadium and I saw how many Steeler fans there were, <clears throat> I was like, this is a home game. And it was. Yeah. Dude, the Raiders got booed when they came out. That's crazy. And it was just terrible towels fucking going crazy. I like saw, they were at a cowboy rager. Yeah. It's going nuts. I, and no Renegade was being played, but they probably had their phones out. They were playing Renegade. The biggest pop of the night was when Mike Tyson did the torch. Oh, yeah. 
the torch that lights up. Oh, yeah, up. he fucking flicked on the light switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, <laughs> Little Wayne at halftime, bro. I got a Little Wayne That's concert. Cool. That was a banger. He was yeah. playing the hits. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. You go Lollipop? Like he did everything, bro. Oh, yeah, he closed out with a Millie. He did a, he did a bunch of good shit there. Wow. <clears throat> That's probably, like, one of the best performers. Like, when I've gone, it's been, like, old, old Vegas guys. Yeah. No, nah, that was lit. That was definitely for, for like, the younger, yeah. like younger generation, for sure. But this game, man... It was the first time that I got to see uh, T.J. Watt in person, and I couldn't take my eyes off him. Isn't he just like he attracts everybody's attention? Bro, on the not offense. only that, when it was like commercial breaks, you guys didn't get to see this in the stadium. But when it's a commercial break and it's third down for the Raiders' offense, T.J. Watt is going like this to the crowd. And the place is going bananas. Oh, that's he's awesome. going like this. He's jumping up and down and shit. And he's going like, well, make some noise. And the place is going crazy. Wow. Crazy, bro. I think it was the, Steelers, the Steelers do it better than most. Cowboys. Oh, best, best traveling yeah. fan base without a doubt. Because yeah. I got to see the Steelers play in uh, Buffalo once. And I got the Steelers play, see the Steelers play the Giants at MetLife. Granted, a lot closer. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but still, still there's, it. it's just... Popular fan bases. And you know what? I was talking to Raider Cody. Shouts to Cody. He he has a podcast here at the network, the Blackout Division. And they throw a bunch of Raider tailgates. And he saw me kind of dumping on how many Steeler fans there were. And he was like, dude, if you didn't live here, you look at the Giants road schedule. What are you going to pick? Fucking Jacksonville to go visit? Right. What are you going to pick? Of course, maybe, maybe Nashville, a little Tennessee, right? Nashville's popping nowadays. Yeah. You're not going to pick Minnesota in nope. December. No, you're going to pick Vegas, bro. And I was like, yo, you're right. So a lot of people are making their weekends the destination when Vegas is hosting their team. And you're going to see it a lot. Like, yo, the Packers are playing them in two weeks. You have both New York teams coming into town. I think you got the Patriots again. I think I'd have to check. But man, it was a it was a home game, bro. And also, I think body language guy. That'd be body language guy. Oh, I love it. Yes. You no, like body it's language tough. Guy? It's tough for people to this is like true football guy knowledge when you go to body language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a couple of things. I don't think Devontae Adams is on the Raiders much longer. Oh, and I like and he had an amazing game yesterday, and but he I went. Crazy. I know exactly what you're talking about. Dude, though. there were so many times where, again, I, since I was at the stadium, I don't know when they were at commercial break or whatnot, but, like, chin strap off. Yeah. And I was getting peppered with targets. There was one play in the fourth quarter, he dropped the pass, and everyone was like, oh, I can't believe he dropped that. I was like, you can't believe. <laughs> this guy's the only offense. He had 13 catches for over 170 yards. He scored two touchdowns. Yeah, the guy dropped the ball because he's tired. Bro. He's been yeah, carrying dude. this whole team. Uh, but and I've seen, you've I think, seen it for a while with him, bro. Yeah, and, and the reports after the game, I saw, again, uh, shout out to, to Cody and TJ Simone Raider. They were putting up some post-game clips, and he was like, dude, I don't want to hear about winning cultures and shit. I'm not trying to build a winning culture. I'm trying to win now. Like, I'm 30. I'm not, I'm not trying to build something legacy-wise. Like, I want to win now. And he was very frustrated when Jimmy G became the quarterback. Oh, of course. Because you know, Derek Carr was his boy also. They're yeah. boys. Like yeah. They were they're, they're they really good friends. Roommates. Yeah, yeah. And, dude, body language, not a good look, bro. Not a good look. And something else, bro. Something yeah. else. Jimmy G, great guy. 
Ansel. His teammates do not fuck with him. You can't see it on the sideline? You could see it not helping him up. Oh, shit. You can see in the huddle, just like looking in, just kind of like one of those, bro. Uh, it just don't look good, man. I think it's gonna end. I think it's so, gonna end pretty rough. Final body language thing I gotta play. How non-existent is Josh McDaniels on the sideline? I couldn't notice him. Dog, he's he's like definition of Homer Simpson fade into the bushes. Yeah, like every time on the side, like you just don't feel any sort of energy. You can't even pick. Ah, uh, it's it's bad. It's bad. But you're right with Devonte Adams. He definitely was bitching about not getting the ball then he gets the ball the entire time but it's just one of those situations bro he's just he's not happy and i you know what he needs to do he needs to get on a phone call with deandre hopkins and he's like hey when you're playing with a, a really bad quarterback and i know we're both old d hop like what do we do how are you staying happy in tennessee because i need some of that juice something yeah yeah i don't think i don't think he closes out the year with the raiders i think he's he's traded he'll be a candidate for a team to <clears throat> make a move to bring him in like we've seen the last couple of years we've seen some big moves at the deadline mm -hmm. you know like McCaffrey got traded last year he could go to the Ravens I think he goes somewhere bro I think he goes somewhere I really don't think so and and with the Steelers you're a football guy obviously but you also like do you coach football yeah I coach, you coach football yeah. okay yeah, yeah. i tell you what the worst play call in in professional or any level football is it's the one it might not be the worst but it's the one play that <clears throat> even when it works it frustrates me and I was sitting with a bunch of Steeler fans and they converted a third down to end the game uh, and it was it's the sprint out to the short side of the field mm -hmm. oh my god oh my god George I lose my fucking mind every time so you're saying jet <clears throat> like they're motioning and then it's a, like a, a rollout dump the ball, to the flat the ball is on the right hash Yep. Right? Mm -hmm. And they do a sprint out to the right side of the field. The Steelers, the ball was on the left hash, and they did a sprint out to the left, left side, side of the field. And he completed it. First down, game's over. Good. I fucking hate that play. It completely eliminates. It forces the entire defense. It forces your hand. If the Correct. guy is not open in the flat right away, the play is doomed. And you, you have a two-route concept. You have a guy in the flat, and you have a corner route. Mm -hmm. And it completely eliminates you. And you're rolling your guy to the short side of the field throwing across his body again he completed it so it worked but bro when teams run that play yeah it grinds my gears as the the old heads like to say it's bad that the Raiders couldn't stop that because when I watched it out you could even see the corner be like bro what in the fuck are we doing because you, so you saw him you bro. saw him get frustrated with it I I thought you were definitely about to say a jet sweep on a third and short or a fourth jet, and short. jet sweeps jet I, sweeps also, I right? am like as a defender <clears throat> if you watch a team that likes to jet sweep in short yardage situations, you, you're the happiest defensive player on earth. Because you're like, I can't believe you're that stupid to go sideways when all you need is 24 inches. Sometimes. But yeah, no, that's a that's a pretty annoying play. It's It's almost like a clock management play. So, you know, the fact that the Raiders didn't play that, like, tight, and it, it was still a game. How was the the feel in the stadium? Like, did Raider fans like get reinvigorated once uh once they made that little bit of a run in the fourth quarter? Like the place kind of flipped. Yeah, and also all the Steeler fans that I was sitting next to, and my buddy Danny was saying, "This is everything the Steelers do. They start to get conservative. 
Mm. Three handoffs in a row, punt. Three handoffs in a row, punt. And also, man, the officiating was very suspect yesterday. Yeah. <clears throat> that, play, that play on uh, Minka Fitzpatrick where he sacked Jimmy G and they called rough in the passer. Oh, oh yeah. bro. You know what's going to end up happening? Quarterbacks, two-hand touch, plays dead. That's what it's going to – that's what they're, they're shifting the NFL to be. If you're in the pocket and you're a quarterback, you can't hit them at all because, bro – there was it was a clean football hit. It was Jimmy G ducked down and then it was helmet to helmet. But where yeah. he was aiming to, it's like, bro, these guys have a split second reaction. And Mika Fitzpatrick was going bananas over this shit. And in my head, I was like, yo, the only way you can stop this stuff is <clears throat> anytime you get to the quarterback. Yeah, two hand touch plays that. That's it. Because yo, be you seven can't on do, seven. You can't do nothing. It'll, they'll just play seven on seven. You can't do nothing, man. It was really, it was really. And that's where football's won. And it, it in call, like the thing is, is there's no, uh, there's no consistency across college football to the NFL either. Like in college football, bro, I've been seeing some quarterbacks get lit up, like, like to the point where I'm, they're not getting like ejected for targeting, but there's been plenty of hits that are like a second maybe a second and a half after the play. I just think in in college, like, the referees are, like, letting them earn it. You know what I mean? But then once they get to the NFL, it's bad that, uh, you know, weekly they get to, like, watch film of themselves. You know that? Like, do you feel that way? Because they get to watch film over the, all the bad calls they make. Then they overcorrect. Then they mess up that way, and then they overcorrect. I'd rather have the referees, no film, no outside input like if we can just get them to live like how uh jurors live like you you can't you know be in the newspapers tabloids you're just in a hotel room you officiate on sundays and that's it i don't even want you to watch the games back i think it would be a better product hmm. and then the only thing instead of a holy bible in the hotel room officiating rule book well also i, I think the biggest issue is that they're part-timers it's like the best part-time job of all time it's it's more than I, I I get what you're saying. They're, but it, like yeah, all of them have other jobs. Yeah, well, because they're smart people, right? But I'm saying if you were to say, "Yo, we'll give you as a referee a quarter of a million dollars a year, a season," <clears throat> but this is your full time thing. Like you have to go to referee school. We need to have deeper dives than just a Tuesday report that tells you how you did. And then on Wednesday, they tell you where you're going to officiate. <clears throat> That's what I think needs to happen. They it's always make, been an issue, man. The, the officiating yeah. either is flawless or it's terrible. There's like no in between. It's just the big time plays, you know, that they either are deciding to keep it in their pocket or toss it. Like it, my uncle always talks about it. It's like, you know, the ones that really affect the, the point spread at the end, just watch. Like it's always they decided to. Or they just decide to keep it in their pocket, bro. And it's always defensive uh, holding and PIs. Always. Hmm. I just saw a tweet about uh, Travis Kelsey. In the last 24 hours, 7 for 69 and a touchdown. Gained 300,000 followers on social media. 400% increase in merchandise sale. Top five selling jersey in the NFL. Wow. Taylor Swift effect. Uh, she's like all her fans are saying that uh, Travis Kelsey isn't like worthy, isn't worthy. Yeah, like 
like Taylor Swift is a global icon. Yeah. Travis Kelsey is just that's what her fans are saying. You know what I mean? I, I think her fans just are like teenage girls and they don't watch football, but like because here's the easy thing. They look at Patrick Mahomes, best player on the team, right? Yeah. Look, Taylor Swift's not even dating the best player on the team. Yeah. Well, wow. Travis Kelsey is a hundred percent way cooler. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yes. I and also like he's, you, you don't commend him for like shooting his shot, like we said before. I do commend him for shooting his shot. Do you think he got some? Like that's the do you think he made out with Taylor Swift yesterday? Oh, I mean, yeah. I would assume so. Do you think Bro, he dedicated a touchdown dance to her and whatnot? Like, come on, man. Do you, think he, do you think he went all like <clears throat> I don't know. Do you think Taylor Swift gives it up that easy? I feel like probably. I feel like Travis Kelsey's a savage though. Yeah, like he's like you're not leaving until you know. I don't know. He we seems have one like more he's drink. like super. He's like super <laughs> sprung over her, man. He talks about her on the podcast. Hey, I'd be sprung too if I woke up this morning and I saw a couple extra million in my bank account. I'd be like, oh, yeah. I think this girl's awesome. Yeah, I'll let you know whenever Becky G responds to one of my DMs. I'll lose you. Shots. I'll lose you. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm I, not literally, game, I, but that's okay. We have that mutual understanding that I know. You know, you're you're already Twitter famous, so you're one more big viral sensation video or tweet away from never having me on a Monday show. That's okay. Kenny's gonna be joining us in about ten minutes. But you know, it's funny. I was telling my buddy uh, Danny. I was just like when I was hammered on Saturday. I was, like I took him to Fremont. We went to all these places, <clears throat> and I would just be like, "Yo, yo." I run this town. <laughs> <laughs> just to be a troll, I was just like, yo, I run this town, bro. I'll tell you all about it. They just flashed in the background. There's a lot of other games that we haven't talked about. Uh, one in particular that I wanted to discuss. Yes. What are the Jets doing, bro? How do you keep, how do you keep doing this to the players and to the fan base? They've lost, I think, 14 straight games. To, no, 15, 15 straight games to the Patriots. Yeah. And have scored more than 17 points. You know how many times in that span, bro? 14 points, you said? 17. In the 15 straight losses that they've had to the Patriots, do you know how many times they've surpassed 17 points? They've done it twice. Once. Mm. So you were very close. This idea that they're going to keep trotting out Zach Wilson. This idea that Robert Sala's like, He's our quarterback. It's it's almost like it's so disappointing. And I have no dog in the race. Yeah, yeah. I haven't bet them. I don't root for them. But you like to see the world <clears throat> set on fire, and you're just watching it burn. Yeah, but not like this, though, bro. Not when the rest of the team is really good, man. They have a lot of talent. Like, that defense was playing its ass off yesterday, bro. And it was yeah. a blown coverage that led to that big touchdown. But, man, the struggles on offense continue once again. He had that one touchdown drive where, like, oh, bro, they're actually slinging. They're mm -hmm. letting him go out there and throw. And I thought, yo, maybe now they're like, yo, fuck it, just go out there. You know, this is what we got to deal with. Like, why not? Go out there. And then he ends up, you know, three and out afterwards. Like, it was just an anomaly, it felt like. But, man, <clears throat> he had three chances to go win the game in the final three minutes. Mm. All three times he came up short. They cut the lead to 13-10, and then, you know, he takes the safety. Uh, he's now 0-5 in 
He's taken 14 sacks against them. Mm -hmm. It's just wild to me that, like, bro, pick up the phone. Call Minnesota. They're 0-3. We haven't even gone to that game yet. But they're 0-3. Now they're losing all their one-score games, right? Oh, shocking how that happens. Mm -hmm. Talk about this shit for years. Call them and be like, hey, man, we'll give you a first-round pick for Kirk Cousins. My friends that are Jeff fans are like, nah, bro, first round pick is valuable. Like, well, how is it valuable, dude? This is you prefer this? This is what you prefer. Yeah. You want Zach Wilson going out there where you have this amazing defense and you have dude. some weapons out there and guys are and guys are going off on the sideline about it. Like Garrett yeah. Wilson gets in his face. It's like, yo, this is what you want. Kirk Cousins is not going to be the answer for Minnesota moving forward. They're going to move on from him. Give up a first round pick. Yeah. Who cares, bro? A third of the first round picks don't renew a second contract with the team. Uh, the other third, they become all pros, hall, uh, all, not Hall of Famers, all pros, pro bowler kind of players. Yeah. And then the other third is just like, all right, cool. We're chilling at left guard. Like George Carmona's our left guard. We're, you know, we're not, he's not going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, but also we don't need to fill that position. You're a solid Correct. starter. That's the history of the league. I saw the Giants take Eli Apple and Eric Flowers back to back first rounds, both off the team within three years. Mm-hmm. So this idea that you're valuing first round picks. It's not a good it's marker. It's not. Like, yo, call them. Call, call the Rams. Be like, yo, what's good with Stafford, bro? You guys have no assets. Let's make a move. You can't keep putting this guy out there, dude. It's, it's embarrassing. He had an entire hard knocks camp in which he got publicly humiliated. You can't come back from that. Literally every episode of hard knocks this year was centered around Aaron Rodgers is here. Thank God. Because Zach Wilson sucked, right? <laughs> and it was like two feet away from him. Like, and then Zach's just like, yeah, all right. You know what I mean? He has in every meeting hearing how bad he is and how much better Aaron is. And then he comes in. And then he gets the win. But here's the thing. It flips so fast because the Jets fans already know. You know, they would have rather lost that game to Buffalo at the beginning of the year than to think like, oh, there's a chance. There's no chance. It's over. It's over for the Jets. They had nine three and outs yesterday. I mean, get that defense an ice bath. Like, they deserve every... I mean, because, I mean, like you said, all Zach Wilson needed to do, and I think this reigns true in a lot of the Patriots games, he pretty much just needs to score 14 to 17 points, and you would possibly win those games versus the Patriots. Bro, he He can't even do that. When he scored the touchdown... Everyone in my group chat and, like, people that were Jeff fans at Circle were like, holy shit, they, they scored a touchdown. Like, it was shocking to them. Yeah. It was shocking to them. And, yo, Patriots also. Like, these were two teams that, without them saying it, they're showing you that they don't fuck with their quarterbacks at all. Oh, yeah. Because the Pats, same shit. Pats, at least the Patriots are a little more hopeful for it. Like, but even offensively, they were in... Jets territory seven times, and they only scored 13 points on offense. God, that's bad. And then the other two points they got on the safety, which, again, like their defense is really good. Both these defenses are really good, but, man, just both of these teams do not fuck with their quarterbacks whatsoever. Zeke's having a resurgence. Good for him. I mean, bro, I don't even want to talk about that guy. Forget it. Let's let's move on to a different game. Uh, He was a key piece. Whatever. Congrats. Congrats. Uh, do you want to talk about one of like the the Bills dominance? Was uh, that? Nah, not really. I mean, That's, there's nothing. There's that was a classic scenario of where 
the Washington is 2-0. Everyone's excited about it. But they beat the Cardinals and they beat the Broncos. Mm-hmm. And then comes in Josh Allen, who two weeks ago we were like, yo, this guy sucks. He ain't shit. And now back-to-back weeks he's putting up big games. And they just went in there and they dominated them. Start to finish. They were up 30 nothing at one point. Eric Bieniemy, <clears throat> I don't think we'll have another game this season where he allows three points or he might quit himself. I mean, bro, they were bringing heat. They were doing a lot of stuff. That Sam had, Howell was uh, nine <clears throat> sacks. Yeah, they were getting after him. And they just shut it down. And and when you can't get, you're not a team that could get into shootouts if you're Washington. Oh, of course not. No, they got to. You just can't. And again, like who they played, now it's Josh Allen. So like all these numbers and these metrics of how good the defense might be, now you got Josh Allen and <laughs> Stephon Diggs coming in. It's going to be very misleading. And that, and that was all for that. The, the Chargers, the Chargers Vikings game was really exciting. Yes. I have a fun stat for this one because it kind of blew my mind. Talk to me. Do you know this is the first game ever where Justin Herbert threw for over 400 passing yards? Stop, really? Isn't that blow your mind? He, he's come close before, but this was the first game in his career where he's thrown for over 400 passing yards. And they won because the Chargers can only win when other teams beat themselves. And that's what the Vikings did. That was one of the all-time worst clock management situations at an end of a game that I've ever seen in my life. For which team? For the Vikings. Bro, what about what the Chargers did? Explain to me what the Chargers did before <clears throat> this happened. Talk about them wanting to give a game away. The fourth and two. Fourth and two, and what did they run? Inside their 30-yard line. <clears throat> oh, because he was and trying was, to put them away. Yeah, yeah and it was like a yes. fullback dive, I think. Oh, it was so bad. I've seen, I saw so many fullback dives this week. Bro, it was. It went to like Joshua Kelly, but it was basically like a fullback well, yeah, dive. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. What are we doing? Like, this guy wants to get fired. Brandon Staley wanted to get fired because that was a fireable offense. Yeah. Amongst the other 78 that he's had. He can only win games when other teams beat themselves. And it's crazy that, I mean, at least Staley showed that, like, analytics right there may say to go for it. Not going to lie. Like, that, because if they're going to get it, they got to still score a touchdown anyways. Your defense still got to play. Whatever. But that clock management at the end where the Vikings, they had two players get hurt. And this was like one of those weird ones where if you're watching a game with your girlfriend, you have to explain to her that like when players get hurt, uh, offensive players get hurt on final drives, like especially when they have to stop the game, it counts as a timeout for you. So they had Justin Jefferson get hurt. Everybody in America, <gasps> including me, bro, he's, on, he's my only good player in fantasy. Then he ends up coming back the, the like a next play or two plays later. But then that following play, TJ Hawkinson gets hurt. So they had to blow two timeouts on like a critical drive where you need timeouts all because of injuries. And I don't know if the injuries were legitimate, but here's the thing. Justin Jefferson and TJ Hawkinson, the ones that were injured on that same drive, were in on the play in which he threw the interception. So that they get the the Vikings get the ball down within the six. They don't uh, spike the ball. Instead, they try to run four plays. Do you think that's the right move? Like running, like would you not spike the ball and try to get four plays from the six-yard line? No timeouts. Or do you spike the ball, then you have three three attempts? I feel like you have to spike. 
That's what I thought. It was a no-brainer. Or if not, Kevin O'Connell needs to have it already set up so that you have a junk play. You line up Justin. The junk play is Justin Jefferson fade ball. I'm throwing it and to the second your, row. And that's your and that's your like free playish kind of correct replaces the spike. Yeah, I like where you're going with that. Correct. But that's I shouldn't have <clears> to <throat> I shouldn't have to say this to you. And another thing, people of Minnesota understand when you need to be quiet. They were, I mean, obviously it was a big play they get within the goal line. But you know, like when offense is in motion, you gotta lower the lower the crowd noise. Kirk Cousins was like, like yelling the play. Time's ticking. They didn't get a snap off till 15 seconds. It was a full, they, so they got the play ended at 33 seconds. 15 seconds go by, more than 15 seconds, 18, before they got that next snap off and then they threw the pick, which it was a bad play. That was a bad play. Yeah, but like that's Kirk just... Cousins should have still done the, the junk play, throw it into the second row. Yeah, I mean, Listen, we had we had the charges in our circuit contest. <clears throat> um, Survivor? No, no, no. Oh, no, oh, no, no, no your millions. The yeah. millions, yeah, circuit millions. Uh, I it just it just felt like, bro. They went up eleven. I was like, I I know I know how this is gonna end. This is gonna end <laughs> terribly. I just know it because all the yo, bro. Don't all their games look the same? A hundred percent. All the charges games look the same. They, they get a two score lead, and then before you know it, they're down. Or they, the other team is like, eh, we take you back to Minnesota where the Vikings are driving. And they're like, holy, what the fuck? They just had they just had the ball with two minutes left. Like, how'd they get it back? And then you see the fourth and two, and you're like, what is happening, bro? But Justin Herbert, again, Justin Herbert is having an amazing season. Oh, my God. Not being discussed because they were 0-2 and, and, like, all the fuckery that goes down with the Chargers. He had 405 yards passing, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, going back his last six games, he's thrown no interceptions. And his team is, I think, one in five in those last six games. Wow. So that's crazy, man. Crazy. I Bad think, defense. <clears throat> I think Kenny has joined us. Russ, is Kenny on? Kenny is on? Okay, cool. Let's go to, let's cut to Patreon. We'll do a Patreon read and then we'll get Kenny in here. Um, big ups to the members that are Patreon. And we got a new member uh, and someone who pledged for the entire year. <clears throat> Mahul Patel confirmed that's how his name is pronounced. I uh, spoke to him. Pledged for the entire year in the $40 tier. That's huge. That is, I mean, bro, yeah. Like, Custom merch coming your way, Custom brother. merch is coming your way. Uh, several items. Thank you so much for that. That's crazy. Uh, first of its kind. I appreciate it. We're up to 82 members of the Patreon. And then we got Abel Resin, Ben Coltsian, Christopher Velasquez, Dylan Chadwick, Derek Plates, Jerry, Sh Jerry Shapiro. Shouts to Coach Jerry. Uh, that's, that's Coach Jerry Teddy Shapiro, George. Oh. Teddy is his middle name, yeah. That's Jordan good. Riley, awesome Mike Stevens, Mike Wozniak, Nick Crummich, Rune, Thomas Robinson. Thank you all for your contributions. And then also we have uh, some new members of the Patreon. They're not, they're not in that tier, but they are uh, new pledges. We got Bo Templin. And we also have, uh, as this had to, Ian Clardy, Bob Sip, mm -hmm. and Tyler Edwards. Thank you all for your contributions. We're doing a giveaway, a VM, custom VM helmet for the month of October. I'm going to do two. I'm going to do two uh, helmets. 
because <clears throat> September, really busy, a lot of crazy shit going on. So for, for October, we're going to give away two helmets to the members of the Patreon. One is going to be in the 20 and $40 tier. If you're watching this on YouTube, cheap plug, youtube.com slash Veterans Minimum. You can see the tiers are up on the screen right now. Shout out to my guy, Isaiah, in the control room. Uh, we'll do one for the 20 and $40 tier, and then also we'll do one for everyone else that's a member of the Patreon. Nice. So, yeah, that's patreon.com slash veterans minimum. Okay, before we wrap up the show, let's go ahead and introduce uh, our guy on the East Coast. A guy who I think if I would have ran into on the streets over the weekend was probably going to spin the block on me after I was acting out of pocket. Kenny Betts Big, what up? It's good, man. How you doing? What's up, George? Happy to see you, brother. More happy to see you than Nick piece of shit yeah, yeah he's he's really bad today uh i like the i haven't told shirt I, I got i gotta say i haven't i haven't told uh george what happened over the weekend kenny i was out of pocket george well Let yeah be honest george when you hear about it you may not do the show with him again because i real, oh i'm waiting. real real rookie shit you know amateur hour shit yeah kenny you the floor is yours bro tell people what i did <clears throat> now so the most the most outlandish thing and and i'm not even gonna try and like toot my own horn but i'm someone that's made a living gambling on sports for over seven years now right Mm -hmm. so nick hits me up to do this circa contest with me says dude i think we can crush it last year we had a nice thing going let's try and run it back so okay yeah no problem okay we agree to we'll each make two picks each and then we'll agree on the fifth one so i picked the giants on thursday night football not a good game this guy's text, mind you, I bet the game too. And I send out to all my clients. So there's a lot of people tailing this game, a lot of pressure on it. And I have a lot of money on the game. This guy's texting me midway through the fourth quarter. Bro, I think you need to start consulting with me before we, with these picks. Oh no. I'm like, I'm like dude, what? I'm like, bro, that I'm trying to explain to him. One, it's week three. We have four other picks. If we go four and oh, the rest of the week will be pop. We'll be eight and seven through three weeks. Three weeks here, or winning in Nick, the NFL. That's fucked up. I was going off, bro. I, I know I you're really, mad was, too. Was, yeah, but yeah. Did you you didn't even touch that game, <clears throat> betting wise. No, no, Minus I didn't. This. I just hate. I hate. I hate Kenny's that putting his own so money much. down, and you're you're telling him consult with me. Yeah, I was out of George. Pocket. George. George. The 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 worst part is, mind you, I texted him. I have text to receipts to show this too. Oh, that's awesome. I texted him probably at least three times. One, because I knew the Giants was a sketchy game. They already burned us in week one. He's a Giants fan. You know, I kind of had a feeling he wasn't going to like the pick. So I told him, hey, if you don't have your other picks ready, we don't have to take the Giants. So we don't have to submit our picks on Thursday as opposed to Saturday. He says, no, I can make the picks if you want to take it. I said, okay. He says, I don't like the Giants, though. So I said, all right, no problem. He hits me up like 30 minutes before the game. He's like, dude, you, you want to take the Giants? Oh. In, almost oh. implying that he, something is telling him he also <laughs> wants to take the Giants, right? And then has the audacity, as I'm sitting here pissed off because now I'm losing money on this game, he's chirping me in my ear. And, dude, it was – I was – that. It was something where I was like, bro, I'm I almost want to never talk to Nick again after this. This is crazy that you're doing this. But he he apologized and it is what it is. And here we are. So 
We're, we're, be- we're best friends again. Yeah, no, because for a second there, I was like, am I going to have to charge you guys for couple counseling right now? Like, I- I'll invoice you guys after the show, but we can- we have to work out and we have to resolve this. You guys can win millions. Yeah. We can't be having these type of skips. Back-to-back winning weeks. George, George, isn't that like the ultimate no-no when it comes to gambling and with like your buddies, right? Like that's the last thing you do, start chirping oh, about bets. I would never. And I don't, my my circle of like betting, like I just figured the etiquette would be there. I broke you all fi- the rules that I preach. Because it was your own one. team? Because you're a Giants fan? <clears throat> Is that why? And you were like, oh, fuck it. Let me let everybody have it right now. I, I My just, team I just hate, sucks. I just hate everything about them <laughs> when it comes to betting. It just it frustrates me. So pissed off. I was fucking watching that game out too. And then like it was just it was just a, a tailspin. I was sober too, by the way. I didn't even drink. Oh. That might make it worse, Kenny. <laughs> oh yeah. You no, must have I, tried picking up a chick at the bar and got denied and took his anger out on me. Yeah. <sighs> Because he took a blue chew beforehand. He, he was like, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty bur- confident tonight. <laughs> he was just going home stiffed up. Yeah, I was stiffed up. And then got Did a couple stuff. bets on wager attack. You know, he yeah. was feeling good about himself. Yeah, shout out to the sponsor. <laughs> All right, Kenny, since we're uh, best friends again, man, and I apologize once again, and I appreciate you ripping me into this. Um, let's start off with some Monday winners, bro. We went three and two. We went three and two in the contest. Uh, so that's back-to-back winning weeks. Uh, don't let the boys get hot at the right time. Right, don't let the boys get hot. Ursulita let us down last week. Well, let me down. Oh, let let you down also because I was one of my picks in the contest. And then of course that happens, right? Like I sit there bitch and moan, <laughs> and then one of my picks ends up losing. That like <laughs> always happens, right? Oh, and of not only do they lose, Kenny also fried me too. He's like, "Yo, bro, we gotta talk about that." Yeah, one, Kenny, man. did you hit him with a, "Hey, uh, Nick, you should consult with me before we pick dumbass <laughs> things like that." Like the Broncos, uh, I, I was just still so disgusted with him uh, oh. that I didn't want to. I didn't want to talk to him. It was, <laughs> just kidding. You weren't. But, you were but no, I, I didn't because I didn't do that because, like I told him, dude, it's the right bet. Like the Broncos was a thousand percent the right bet there. I didn't like the play because the Dolphins are like one of the hottest teams on planet Earth right now. But from a betting standpoint, that was a thousand percent the right bet. If you're going to bet that game, you almost had to take the Broncos there. It's such a short spread. Mm. Monday winners. I want to know how to win some money here, Kenny. I think last week I said Buffalo as my one Monday winner. I'd have to go check the archives. I believe. I believe you. That did. was one that jumped out, and then I also did say Ursulita was Denver. So you win some, you lose some. Yeah. Uh, Kenny, before we really dive into Monday winners, bro, is there anything through three weeks that you've learned uh, for moving forward with betting picks? Or, like, just everything in the landscape of the NFL? Uh, don't do betting contests with your friends. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, deserve it. No, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, because, honestly, every, every year is different, right? That's that's the crazy thing about betting is every year is, is totally different, right? Like, last year, the fading the public on primetime games was usually is an, an, an absolute money spot. This year to start hasn't been that great. Um, so it, it changes from, you know, year to year, week to week, but that's why the biggest thing is just being consistent. Like, you know, to kind of bring it back to that contest again, last year, did you not start off like, I don't know, 18 and two or something like that through five weeks or through four weeks and you didn't win the contest. So it, that just 
you know, is proof in the pudding right there that it's literally like a long haul. It's a long process. You know, a lot of people get caught up in the short term results. Like I haven't had a great three weeks to start the season, but I can promise you that come the end of the Super Bowl, I'm going to be up a fuck ton of money betting on football. Um, and that's just because I'm disciplined. I know what I'm doing and you got to stay the course. A lot of people will, you know, start out with maybe a strategy or something and it doesn't go uh according to plan right away and they'll abandon that strategy and that's kind of sometimes one of the worst things you can do when it comes to gambling that was like a tim tebow like inspired like you will never see a sports better bet as well as i'm about to bet for the next 15 weeks of the season that was good kenny that was good thanks man thanks i'm, I'm fired that. up right now no. <laughs> <laughs> Make Kenny a clip after this of that with a little Tim yeah, Tebow no, opacity well, over, you know, Kenny, you know, but like with Tim Tebow, like we yeah, need that. Yeah, definitely going to make some fire shit like that. <laughs> Kenny, what jumps out to you when it comes to week four? It's got to be the Bills, right? I mean, Dolphins coming off dropping 70 points on the the Denver Broncos. They're one of the elite defenses coming into the season. Um, and the Bills are two and a half point favorites at home. So yeah, I, I love the Bills in that spot um, against the Dolphins. Yeah, that one was anytime. Uh, anytime you see first team ever or most points ever, anything like that, like biggest comeback ever. Yeah, dude, I remember I made so much dough on the Vikings Eagles NFC title game after the. Minnesota Minneapolis miracle yeah because everyone was like great team of destiny greatest <laughs> team ever greatest comeback ever like last second play and uh I remember they just beat the shit out the Vikings at home I'm like yeah. I, I think the Vikings were a favorite on the road it was something crazy because all the players on the Eagles Kenny had that dog mask oh that was they were the underdog game. run yeah yeah and yeah Buffalo is definitely that one definitely was something that jumped out too Buffalo. Yeah, I like I like that Buffalo call. Just because I felt like before I even knew what the schedule was, when they when I, I was like, oh, I'm probably gonna fade Miami next week, mm. and this is gonna be a big test for both of them. Oh yeah, George, is yeah, there anything this, that jumps out to you? I was looking at that Packers line. Now that I got burned by them once, they're gonna be a home dog uh, versus the Lions, a team that loves giving up points. That's one that you know I I was on the wrong side of it. I think. Uh, that offense for the Packers has got some potential uh, when they're when they're really like pushing the envelope, uh, and the Lions allow that. Their their defense gives up more yards and points than anybody. So, last week I think the you know the Falcons or, the, or just yesterday the Falcons just couldn't really figure it out. But I like I like the Packers at home with love as much as I hate this soft ass touchdown celebration. I do think that they would cover. In a, in a pretty electric game there. Hmm. That's also Thursday night football this week. Yeah. yeah. Kicks it off. Short week. Lions get, what is this, their second? I think they get three uh, Thursday night games this year. You know, the, the thing that, yeah, because they got Thanksgiving also. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's weird that they made them play that many Thursday games. Uh, the one that really jumps out to me, and I kind of want to wait to see what happens tonight because I'm leaning towards... I said it last week. I feel like Tampa Bay moves on to 3-0. and Some of the injuries to the Eagles. And I know it's prior to us, that game going down, but the look ahead right now is Philly minus 7 at home against the Commanders. Remember, the Commanders beat them last year. They, yeah. They're the ones that gave them the first L. Uh, 
if like Philly loses and like Jalen Hurts plays like shit, maybe we could get like minus six, maybe even lower. Mm-hmm. I know, I know it sucks because Washington just got crushed also. Yeah. But again, now Washington is they're playing better teams. Mm-hmm. You're not playing the Cardinals. You're not playing Denver. So that was the one with Philly that jumped out to me, Kenny. Yeah, Philly Philly looks nice. The Giants look good again. Might go back to your G-men at home Monday night. Look, the line opened up one. Now it's they're one and a half point favorites over the Seahawks. How do you feel about that one? I can see you, you're, you're cringing inside, Nick, with the Giants. So here's the thing also. And uh, it was something that we forgot to mention before. Kenny knows how much it bothers me when we back teams that have shitty offenses against really good defenses. Mm. This isn't a scenario where I would be worried about that. Like the Giants offense, it's going up against Seattle. It's not like, you know, San Fran. And and the Giants are at home. And if you look at the rest of their schedule, this is kind of like a must-win game if you want to have any sort of optimism moving forward. Um. Yeah, but I'm not a, I'm not opposed to that one at all. Cause then that's they're kind of undervalued at home on Monday night. So that one is that one is I like that one. Yeah, you like taking. All right, see th- things are turning around for the boys right now. A couple winning weeks. Now we're agreeing on picks. <laughs> things are looking up. Week yeah. four, baby. You guys got to remember these <laughs> moments. Okay, this is why you guys became friends. All right, you could be very successful together, but like. Maybe you got to do not disturb or like no texting back and forth during the games. Yeah. Hey, that could get dangerous, bro. Kenny, what do you think? Or should it just be a one, one-sided one road for that one on my end? Because even <laughs> no, you just gotta be, you, the, the thing is, is you, you just you got to be positive at all times. Yes. You know, that's uh, that's that's just how I look at things. And and, <clears throat> you know, you could call me crazy or whatever you want, but I truly think your mindset in, on situations impacts them to some degree. Um, you know, I've sat there and watched games too many times where the team I have bet on is dominating and I'll start to think, ah, at some point they're going to fucking blow this. And sure enough, they blow the game. Um, you know, I've just learned, you just got to put positive vibes out there into the world and, you know, good things start to happen. So that's why I I just, I don't like the negativity. You got to be positive, right? Like if the giants are looking shitty, well, guess what? We don't need them to win. There's a backdoor cover available and we're going to hit that backdoor. So, uh, Mima left it open for us. We're coming through we're, and we're getting it all. So, yeah, I mean, at the end of the season, the million dollars is ours. I, 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 there's not a doubt in my mind. What, what place are we in? How are we looking, by the way? Top 3,000. Nice. Right? There's 9,800 how people. How many people? 9,800. Yeah, so we're in the top 33%. Go. Oh, that's good. And there's probably a few, like... What I'm sure you've looked, it's kind of like fantasy where you check it religiously, even though there's no point. What, what how many points do the people in first place have? There's someone that is, uh, has 13 and a half points out of a potential 15. And I don't know if they have anything else. It doesn't really tell you. So they've been, they're basically on the run that I was on last year to come out the gates. I was, I was, and I checked, I was 16, three and one through the first four weeks. Wow. So, and then I ended up not winning. You so get maybe, half. Half for a, a, a push? Yeah, you get half for a push, zero if you completely miss, and then you get one point for a win. Got you. I was like 13 and a half. So, yeah. Which, like, let's be real, too. If What do we have? Seven points, right? Yeah. We're, we're a couple plays away from having, like, 10 points and being, you know, like, the Chargers blow the game week one. 
Mm-hmm. You know, the Pats get the two point conversion week one. That's two points right in the other way. Um, you know, the, the, we've been close on, and the the, mo- the most telling thing too is we're getting the better of the lines. That's the most important thing. That's what I care about. Like if we're getting the better of the line, then we're on the right side of things for long term value. Yeah, like even with Denver, even though it ended poorly, we got them six and a half in the contest. There were some places out here in town, Kenny, that you saw minus five. Yeah, right so, before the game, it went down. It went down a full point. I saw that. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, what goes down the rest of the way. I'm glad me and Kenny uh, made up. It'll be poetic, George, at the end of the year. Kenny comes out here for week 18. We yeah. have a chance at the million. Just me and him holding the check, crying. I where, love you, bro. Where would you guys <laughs> do it? Yes. Would we? Would you guys telling me he never doubted me? Yeah, I never doubted you, bro, from the beginning. <laughs> oh, this is epic. Yeah, It'll you guys great. would buy a buy a cabana at Stadium Swim, and yeah, sweat it out together. Oh, I think they would give us a cabana on the house if you were going for the millie. Yeah, it's yeah. You're right. This they, do, is, they do a lot of fun shit for people. They, it's, they, they especially take for care. veterans minimum. We would get a cabana like Sapphire. Mm. Crazy Horse ooh. Three. Now then, there's no I got, losing. I got a ooh out of Kenny too. Then there's no losing, bro. There really is. Everyone in the studio is coming too. It's gonna be on BM. Yeah, BM's gonna have it. <laughs> we'll take that out in mixed portions. All good, who, man. Who, That'd uh, be a good who do you guys like? Tonight? Uh, I like Tampa. Yep, I like Tampa in this. I think the DBs for Philly being out. Um, I think that's gonna play a role, especially against the pass catchers that Tampa Bay has out there. And uh, I'm staying away from that other game, man. How about you, Kenny? For the for the YouTube crowd, yeah, we got about ten people in here. I'm leaning Bucks as well. Uh, I kind of want to take the under, but it's a scary one, especially with like you said, the Eagles missing a couple guys on defense. Um, and some tell me take the Rams. Yes, I like the Rams in yes. that one plus the points. But I think you, it might be a game where you could wait and live bet and get a better line. Mm. Like I would feel better. Like I would feel better if it was like Rams, like plus five or something like that. You know? Yeah, I I can see a a big time Jamar Chase touchdown early on in this game, and then it's like, oh, this team's for real. Super Bowl rematch, dude. Can you imagine when they were oh, building Lord. this slate? You know, like they were. This is actually a, a, a pleasant Monday night game. That I, and then that other one's the. NFC playoff matchup from last year. No, two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, the Cowboys lost to the Bucks. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're uh, right. The other way around. Two years ago. I remember that Bucks game because I lost a lot of money on that one. Mm-hmm. Rough. Rough. All right. We'll wrap up the show. Kenny, I'm glad uh, everything is good, man. I apologize once again on the nah, public Everything forum. is always going to be good. And let's, uh, let's get it, man. Let's keep building. Winning weeks. Winning weeks. Kenny, where can people find you on social if they want to contact you? Uh, Kenny bets big on Instagram X, I guess is what the kids are calling it these days. Um, you know, and, and, and yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't got a TikTok like Nick. I'm not, not a TikTok famous like him, oh. but, um, so for the Monday winners, what, what do we got? I'm on the, uh, bills. You're on the, I'm going to go with the, the Eagles. Eagles. And George is Damn. on the Packers. Yes. Wow, you betrayed like your squad. One. This is how I know you're, you're, you're paying attention to us. Because you're not betting with your heart. Because you're all in on Lions. So 
Yeah, like the number yeah. there. Let's go. You no, just, for sure, dude. Hey, I'm going now. I going You just got a stripe on your belt, bro. You just got a stripe on your belt. That's what you did right there. But I did just put ten thousand dollars on Quinn Ewers to win the Heisman. So wow, hook him horns. No, yeah, I'm this kid. You see this? You Kenny, ten k on a Heisman. You can't give us a dollar to the Patreon. Be your own, bro. Yes. And I, I, I got the hat. I got custom merch. You know. Come on, George, you're rocking free merch and you can't even pledge a couple bucks. Nick does this to me. Like, he's been so good to me that, like, he knows that I'm forever, like, indebted to it. Like, whatever <laughs> Nick needs, like, I have to do. You know what I mean? It's on record. Now. He's going to be like, you know, that Sapphire watch party. Yeah. Like, oh, George, hey, can you get this? It's going to be like 15 grand. I already know it's coming. <laughs> I already know it's coming. Yo, Kenny, we'll do All this. All I know is if, if it comes down to it and we're in the chance to win this whole the whole contest, it would it would probably be one of the most epic things of all time. Like, right? Like, it would be such a crazy story to tell your like your boys and shit like that. Like, oh, dude, this crazy contest, one of the hardest ones to win. Me and my boy won it. Right? Like, that's like it's shit. That's shit you dream about right there. Yeah, we would definitely have to hire the film crew to go out, film you, like, come together. Your guys' first hug. I don't even that need, would be epic. I don't even need Bluetooth right now, bro. <laughs> you know how you know how jealous I am of you two right now, like still having a chance when I took the fucking Seahawks week one in Circus Survivor <laughs> and and I'm just sitting here just depressed every week. I still because have, Bill Krakenberger was literally like, Are you sure you don't want to do the millions? I was like, no. Yeah. Survivor. Listen, man, I still have my three survivor picks. I'm going full three wow. condom plays every week. I've taken <laughs> I've taken Ravens, I've taken Bills, and I've taken the Chiefs. Like that's it. I'm you just, took the Chiefs this past week. I'm, I'm surviving oh in advance. My yeah, God. and people and guess what? People got crushed. The Jaguars lost outright as yep. a nine point favorite. The 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 Cowboys. Ravens, the Cowboys. So to me, it's you know what, man? I'm not doing this shit of oh, I'm gonna save Buffalo for Week Twelve because you know what happens? You don't end up there in Week Twelve. So I'm doing three condom plays the rest of the way. Whoever I see the biggest favorite, uh, do I think they can win? Yeah, I'm going to just take it. And I'll figure it out as it goes. That's it. Okay. My That's sister's in one, and uh, and I was giving her the picks every week. And I was doing the same strategy because there was, like, not that many people to begin with. Gave her the Cowboys yesterday. Oh. Uh, <laughs> that one, watching that one, man. Dak is everything I thought he was. After, after, you know, before coming into the season where I got flamed after week one for saying Dak sucks, Dak sucks, man. Dak is is terrible. Yeah, we were talking about it before how he he's someone that needs everything to be perfect for him to be good. Because that was a game yesterday yeah. where, like, Mahomes don't lose a game like that, bro. Oh, hell no. No. Hell no. Burrow don't lose a game like that. Like, he's like, nah, we're, it don't, he's out, he's out, don't matter. Bro, we saw Joe Burrow go into Buffalo in the snow. With three offensive linemen out in a playoff game and one. And then the video comes out months later of Jamar Chase and T. Higgins being like, man, I ain't never played in the snow before. This shit is cold. <laughs> and it's like, this is what he had to deal with. He wasn't losing that game. That can't beat the Cardinals as a 13-point favorite on the road. I'm good. I, I went off already on the Cowboys, man. But, Kenny, this was fun, bro. I appreciate you. We'll talk soon. We'll let the people know where um, they could find you in the episode of the description of the episode. And then also... Uh, I'll let them know in the Discord and on the Patreon what, what we agree on with the Circa picks. So we'll catch Kenny sometime next week. George, where can people find you? Find me at Mr. George Carmona for my own personal stuff. Let's build that up right now. From there, you can find at Gridiron Junkies, my football podcast that I do. 
I do a thing called wager wars. I didn't even check and see how my picks did this past week, but last week I went two and one. I think uh, I think I I'm positive again this week, but that episode comes out on Wednesdays, Wednesday mornings. So that's it. Love it, love it. At Nick Day is ten, as you can find me. All things veterans minimum are at veterans minimum. We will be be ah. <laughs> Been going on for too long, bro. Been going on for too long. But we'll catch you guys later this week on Veterans Minimum. <laughs> I'm leaving that shit. I'm a gold medalist. Bronze like your medalist. So many deer in headlights, but it's bedtime. Hear that supper bell. Main course, beat a venison. Zab. Most dangerous game. Either kill or be killed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.